Welcome to the Tech Bytes podcast. Today's topic is an SD-WAN deployment with Silver Peak customer Interbank. Interbank is a commercial lender that operates in more than 40 locations in Texas and Oklahoma in the United States. Our guest is Daniel Rule. He is Senior VP and Director of IT at Interbank. Daniel, welcome to the podcast. So 40 branches in this banking organization. I'm guessing it's fair to say that WAN is pretty essential to how the bank operates? Yes, absolutely it is. So all of our locations are in very rural areas. And so connectivity... Uh, you know, it's an absolute must. If they don't have connectivity, uh, you know, they're, they essentially close their doors. All of our uh, applications are hosted either in cloud or our own private cloud and, you know, in our own data center. So if they don't have good, reliable WAN connectivity, uh, you know, they're, they can do nothing right. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> business would grind to a halt. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. And are you using anything like voice applications that rely on the, the network? Yes, absolutely. All of our voice is all hosted. Uh, we use Shortail, which is now MyTail. Um, and so, you know, between voice and some of our critical applications are really sensitive to packet loss, even even though they're a TCP packet. So um, it's, it's essential to have extremely good quality uh, weigh-in service for us. So given that a lot of your branches are in remote locations, did you have trouble finding connectivity and what kind of connections are you using? Can you get broadband? Is it MPLS? What's the setup look like? So before we moved to Silver Peak, we were pretty, we were a pure MPLS only. Uh, we use Nitel um, based out of Chicago. Nitel has done a phenomenal, had done a phenomenal job getting us connectivity um, but there are, we do have, there's always those outliers, you know, if they're on a really bad provider, if there's not fiber available and, you know, the, the copper in the ground, some, you know, approaching over 50 years old in some of these really old towns in Oklahoma, Texas. So it, uh, you know, you have outages all the time or you got real bad packet loss. I mean, just. Is that. Can I I'll just interrupt you? So the idea here that the telcos don't have good infrastructure on these premium services, on these business services, and I assume you're going to tell us that you're you're now using internet. Is it true that the business services did not perform as well as the internet, like just using broadband or whatever? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So it's actually a mix of both. You know, the internet services may still not be a hundred percent great, like what you get in a big city. But when you when you combine the two of them together with SD WAN and Silver Peaks technology, it can take it can use the its parity packets they call it, and it mm. can put the put the data back together. So when it gets on the other end, you know the data is a hundred percent there with no packet loss essentially. So it. it, it is that a feature that's unique to Silver Peak? So sometimes we hear other SD-WAN vendors just doing simple stuff like load balancing over multiple bandwidths. But you're saying some of those sort of WAN acceleration type features are actually part of the basic product. Not even really WAN acceleration. Silver Peak has WAN acceleration. They call it their boost. Um, and that's a separate thing that you don't have to buy. Um, we're, we're still, we're doing kind of a, we're still doing a POC on their boost just to see if we want to buy some, uh, today we're just using their pure SD WAN and I'm not sure if there's other SD WAN providers that are doing the, uh, the, uh, the, the pair, the packet parity basically. Um, but I know that silver peak is that does a phenomenal job at, at doing that. It, um, you, you build in their overlays, you tell it 
how crit- you classify your data with access list on which data you want to have to go over both um, both uh, weigh-in circuits. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. some, you know, some stuff like if you got Wi-Fi or just general internet traffic that you don't care a lot about, you just tell it to go down whatever is the best, best circuit or right. best path and, yeah. and don't worry well, about are, it. But what I'm saying is it's not just a case of uh, like the, uh, some, some vendors SD-WAN is very focused on security features and right. they all get – you know, the scanning engines and blah, 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 and, and all that. And that might be what you want. And there are other implementations of SD-WAN, which are just like, we balance the traffic left and right, like on circuit A, circuit B, circuit C, circuit D. But one of the things is, is that I always hear, because we talk to Silver Peak customers a lot on this show, is that, that these, these acceleration or these features that come from the WAN environment, as you say, with the additional checks and knowing that the packets got through, they're all standard features that separate the Silver Peak product from some of the others. Yeah, and I, agree, I would agree with that because even if you're in the big city, I see this all the time because we have locations that are in, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth, Oklahoma City, where you're on fiber or whatnot, mm-hmm. and you would expect that your MPLS, for so to speak, would be, you know, 100% perfect. Well, it's not. No matter what circuit, no matter what provider you have, nothing's ever perfect. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's always something, you know, whether it's some congestion or, you know, who knows um, that's out of your control. So the Silver Peak does a phenomenal job with that. With a customer like us, we, we're not really so, uh, we're not concerned about the IPS, IDS, um, things like that on the SD-WAN side, because we're not breaking out any of our internet locally. We're, we're sending all that back to our data center. Okay. We're running that through our big Palo Altos where we can mm-hmm. do decryption. You know, the things that Palo Alto shines on, we're letting it do. Silver Peak you know, it was really great. I know that they're wanting to add some security stuff in the future, but for me, it's not important. What Silver no. Peak is doing today, that's what I wanted. But needed. you've got this rural network where you've got this lots and lots of small branches in remote parts where the telco infrastructure is eh, degraded, shall we say, or out of date. That's really where you found the value. Uh, yes, Absolutely. So was it essentially, I mean, how did you get to SD-WAN? How did that come up on your radar? And then how did, how did Silver Peak rise to the top for you? So it started out um, that, you know, in, in Oklahoma and Texas, but there's providers out there that, you know, that fiber cuts a lot, whether it's a backco, you know, there's, there's the jokes about backhoes and fiber and, and all that. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> for us, it happens quite regularly. It's probably, you know, we probably have, one or multiple locations affected by a fiber cut, probably monthly. Wow. So in the past, to fix that, we were buying commodity-grade internet, putting a Cisco ASA in, and doing mm-hmm. doing our own DMVPN back to one of our data centers, you know, and doing BGP failover so that, um, you know, if their MPLS lost their BGP neighbor, it would fail over to the internet uh, circuit. And... That, that's okay, but, um, you know, the, the, a lot of times your performance is limited. And so we just wanted a more robust WAN out there. And, uh, you know, we ran in some of our WAN circuits over MPLS circuits that were having packet loss. And on traditional Cisco network, you have no visibility in to see 
that packet loss. You know, you call your MPLS provider and say, hey, we're, you know, we think we're having some packet loss. This application's running slow. And about all they can do is sit there and run a ping, you know, to your router and go, hey, all your pings are getting there. You know, it looks how, fun how sweet was it? Because <laughs> one of the things about the, the Silverbeak SD WAN, you have this monitoring capability where yes. you can actually see the performance. And you could actually send that to your telco and then go, like, okay, you have to do something about it. You can't just brush me off anymore. Trust me, I've done that probably two or three times when we've had, you know, um, I've, I've got one circuit in particular that goes through about three different telcos before it gets to the location. Mm-hmm. And, you know, always, it always has two to 3% packet loss, no matter what, it's always two to 3%. And I've actually sent those graphs, those charts you spoke up to our MPLS providers say, Hey, send these to AT&T and tell them, Fix yeah. this, you know. <laughs> yeah, this is hard data. You can't ignore. Yeah, this. you this can't ignore actually, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the and the you know I'm a big Cisco guy. You know I'm a big I've done Cisco our own Cisco networking forever, and we did you know we do all of our own networking in house, and always was you know just love Cisco because it just worked. Well, it works networking wise, but getting into the visibility and seeing what's going on with your network, it's almost non-existent. And, you know, I mean, you can do NetFlow and some stuff like that, but that's an absolute nightmare. With Silver Peak, yeah. it's yeah. just there in your orchestrator. You bring up a tab and say, hey, I want to see, I'm click on this appliance. I want to see my loss to all the other appliances. And it pulls the, the table up and you sort it and you can say, oh, I got, you know, 5% packet loss to this, you know, this location. And yeah. Uh, yep. It's just super simple. I can imagine you want to send some NetFlow records to your telco to have them look at that and talk about packet loss and they'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, the old ways of doing telemetry, because this is actually a telemetry, you know, we used to pull NetFlow and then try to reassemble the flows in a database and use it to interpret, but it was interpolation. It wasn't accurate. Whereas in the case of SD-WAN, this is a device in the path and it's already tracking each packet um, to, to some level of sophistication. And it, it just um, this is a this the, these SD WAN tools are actually telemetry solutions, and they provide a data source of such high fidelity that the telco can't ignore you. Yeah, I send the charts to uh, to Nitel. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when we're looking at um, we, we just an example, um, Cox Communications, in Oklahoma City did some equipment replacement a couple of weeks ago, and when it uh, came back up, we noticed uh, just by looking at our charts, we noticed that. Uh, one of our data centers in Oklahoma City going to Nitel to their pop, we gained 10 milliseconds in latency after Cox did this uh, did this uh, um, this work that they 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 replaced some uh, router and some equipment, and you know it was I was able to send those charts that, you know and they're there's um, you know they're really great charts and it shows the latency on in one of the charts and you can see exactly when like at midnight when they made the change where the packet <laughs> or the, the latency was back up and you know i sent those to nitel and you know one of the responses back from one of their engineers was was like those are some amazing charts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned you know you're a cisco shop you really like them there's a million sd-wan providers out there how did you land on silver peak in particular given how many choices you had well, um, a lot of it, um, 
was reading that, you know, Gartner is always a good start. And I've always loved looking at the magic quadrants and and that gives you a good start to start digging in. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, you know, I just was looked around on the online community, looked at Reddit. Um, there's a, I'm a member um, of a bank uh, discussion group called FSI SAC mm-hmm. that we pay a membership for, yep. um, you know, uh, other banks are, are on there talking about SD WAN. You know that topic comes up quite a bit in their email discussions, and you know guys were just mentioning that they absolutely love Silver Peak. Mm, um, mm, mm. And I look at it on, on with my ROI as a finance on financially is that I can start cutting back or keeping my MPLS circuit speeds the same. You know, instead of going in and saying, okay, we're now needing more bandwidth at site A, let's increase it from 10 meg to 50 meg. And then, of course, your price goes up considerably <laughs> on the MPLS. Right. Now I can say, well, let's keep it at the 10 meg, but let's, we got 100 meg internet there. And with Silver Peak, you know, aggregating the two, cert- the two together, we'll get that higher bandwidth and, and mm. I'm, I'm spending money on what the silver peak, but I'm in the end, I'm, I'm not increasing my MPLS. Now, one of the things that, that remote like regional banks often do is you use thin clients. So you use some sort of VDI solution. And the challenge with VDI solutions is that they're really sensitive to packet locks. You lose a couple of packets and the screen stutters and you don't actually need a lot of bandwidth, but you need good bandwidth. Is that true for what you're doing? So we are just starting to deploy VDI. Um, we actually just spun up our first our first Horizon test um, setup this week, actually. Mm. Um, so we are. We, I can't really comment on that exactly, um, right. but because of that, now that we are on SD WAN on Silver Peak, that is giving us the ability to go ahead and deploy VDI. Uh, we're we're looking at. We've got a lot of older workstations out there that we were looking at needing to really ramp up a replacement project. And, you know, workstations are expensive and (laughs) we decided, Hey, you know, let's start, let's get a couple of dozen VDI uh, clients out there and start really proving this concept that it will work now. And uh, so we've really just dug into that. Uh, We've talked, I've talked to a lot of uh, other banks on FSI SAC and they're, um, you know, I don't know what SD WAN solutions some of them are using, but they're uh, they're saying that VDI just works amazing now. Over uh, if you have a good WAN, uh-huh. yeah. It, the, the challenge here is that even over the old traditional services, you know, the fixed line services, we call them MPLS, but they're not. Yeah. They're MPLS to the telco. It's funny how the right. telco names a service and we get to call it. <laughs> it's just call. an Ethernet circuit's all it it's is. It's just a piece of bandwidth <laughs> on an Ethernet tail. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the fact that it's got MPLS in it, it's neither height near here nor there for us, right? Right. And um, the challenge is those, the telco networks were often very badly put together. They were very latency sent variable or jitter, jitter and they would also lose a lot of packets and a lot of VDI over those circuits was suboptimal. But what we've heard a couple of times in stories from SD-WAN is this idea that because uh, traffic quality is groomed or because they apply this flow management, it's actually much more workable, even over bad, poor quality circuits. But a lot of this thin client stuff starts to work better 
than you might otherwise expect. Yeah, one bank that I had mentioned, and and they may, or that I had talked spoke to about VDI, they may actually be on Silver Peak if I remember right now. Mm. But they had a they had a location where their primary WAN circuit went down, and it had to run on their LTE mm. and their LTE backup. And they didn't have some reporting set up to know that it was running on their LTE. And um, this was the director of IT talking. He said he didn't even know that the location was running on LTE until he got his cell bill the next yeah. month and saw that the data, you know, for right. that for that modem had, had skyrocketed and looked into it. And he said the the employees at the location didn't even know. And they're they're a full VDI shop. So I thought, well, that's pretty pretty crazy that they're running VDI over LTE and the employees don't even notice. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you then with your own experience, I think you've deployed maybe about half uh, of SD-WAN to your branches. Are you, is there a difference between what employees and applications are experiencing on the SD-WAN links as opposed to non-SD-WAN? I don't know if they hundred percent notice or not. Um, but I, I would definitely just from some, uh, some of our circuits that have packet loss, I know that those are, are those are definitely have been improved. Mm-hmm. And how are you getting any issues with VoIP or anything? No, absolutely none at all. Is that unexpected? I I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> if you have all, like, if you have everything set up within the SD WAN system, uh, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Silver Peak, um, they they have a great tack that you can open tickets up and they'll respond to you pretty quickly, but where they really shine. And I don't, I hopefully we're not just an outlier, but we have an amazing sales engineer. Um, he, he is absolutely amazing. And I, I had a question about some QoS and a shaping pot in our shaping policy yesterday. And, you know, he prefers that I just text him on a cell phone and I just texted him and I said, Hey, Jason, do you have, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, you know, open this afternoon and, He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll email you a Zoom link. And, yeah, you know, yesterday, yeah, yeah. three o'clock, we hopped on a Zoom and we went over some questions that I had. Yeah, I mean, I'll come back to the voice question because I think that's important is because a lot of the times running VoIP on those dodgy links, you know, before we talked about packet loss, and jitter and latency and all sorts of issues. And the fact that you can run VoIP over SD-WAN is not something that people on those bad links, on internet links, actually works. Yeah, over internet for sure. Yeah, we have several locations that are pure, have no MPLS. They're internet only. We do dual internet with two different providers, but they're they're dual internet and mm. no issues. No, that's a lot of money right there. It's a lot of savings. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're getting ready to spin up another site in Fort Worth, a new location that's going to be a new big lending location. And we're not doing MPLS at all. We're doing, you know, we have. AT&T and Spectrum Fiber. Doesn't in the matter building. how many times I tell people to stop using dedicated telco services. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I think, Daniel, we've run out of time. I want to thank you for joining us. And thanks to Silver Peak for being a sponsor. You can find this and many more fine, free technical podcasts along with our community blog. That's at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Packet Pushers. Find us on LinkedIn, like us on Facebook, and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.